Hello. Hello, hello. We're back. Yes, we are very much so back. How are you doing? We're doing. I think before anything, since it's been a while. Yeah. Let's just jump right into some breathing exercises to get us all ready for this episode. Oh, hey, you guys out there, you ready for this? We're going to start off today and uh, we're going to get chill at the beginning. Listen, I'm not leading anything today either. We got the pro, we got the Reiki master teacher here. Let's do it. Enter uh, relaxing music here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So everybody just, well, if you're driving, don't, but (laughs) close your eyes and just get quiet and comfortable. You too, Peter. I'm on. And then focus on your breath. Take an inhale. Hold it. And exhale. And then one more time. Inhale. Pause. Exhale. Third time's the charm. Inhale one more time. Hold it. Exhale. And now keep breathing like this while I'm talking. And imagine a light coming from the top of your head all the way down your spine, down your fingertips down the back of your legs, all the way into the earth. Really get grounded and feel that connection to the, to the earth. And then imagine a bubble of light around you, what upper color feels best for you. And that light's gonna protect you from the energy of other people, of other things, from anything you don't want. And just take a few more deep breaths and be happy in that little bubble. And then you can start coming back. And this is something you can do any time of the day, at any moment when you're feeling stressed out or just like your thoughts are running and running or you're going into a situation where you might, you know, be exposed to some negative energies in this world. There are a lot of those right now. So this is a great way to protect yourself. Against the Karens? Against the Karens. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to any Karens listening. Actually, any Karen listening, we love you all. Yes, yes. Um... But that's just something that I do every day, Um, even if it's in the middle of my work shift and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I'll run to the bathroom real quick. Just ground and shield. That's what we call that grounding and shielding. And I will tell you, since I've I've started doing that, what? More recently. More recently, a few months now. Mm -hmm. And when I remember to do it, it helps tremendously. It's amazing what what you can do for yourself. Yeah, when I feel myself some intentions spiraling down to that Mm -hmm. angry me for whatever reason or whoever is around. Yeah. 
I always I've been better. It could be you. It could be anybody. Mm-hmm. It could just be internally. And I'll just start ground and chill. Stop myself for a couple minutes. Yep. So, um, yeah. How are you doing, Peter? Well, right now I'm doing great because we just grounded and chilled. I feel relaxed. We got realigned real quick, checked in with ourselves. Um, It has been a few weeks since we recorded. It has, it has. Um, But, you know, we kind of talked about taking breaks before. Yeah, we did. Um, We definitely want to be consistent, but also we want to be in a good place healthy place right for us so um it's just been a busy last month or so just yeah. get, you know i feel like we're we're working on getting our shit together yeah it's actually been really great as we do this check-in yeah today Devin said you a b c d e f and i was <laughs> like oh yeah we did get all that done yeah she's like you did this i did this and i was like oh yeah I've peter got ready. a job i did i did i took a took a job somewhere yeah <laughs> we won't say where but no but I, it's, I'm not, it's i'm not I mean, ashamed in 2020 having a job is is actually huge. So. Yeah, and the guy's really excited to have me. Yeah, on. I mean, who wouldn't be? Let's be real. Oh, oh, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm. I am. I. Whew. A lot going on. Lots going on. Yeah. Um, we started reading a new book together mm-hmm. about money and spirituality. Yep. So it's you know finances and spiritual. You know. A f- a spiritual approach to finances. Listen, she came home with that book and she goes, you don't have to read it with me. It'd be nice if you did. And I was like, what's it about? And I looked at it and like the cover and the name and then like the back of it. And she was like, oh, it's about, you know, finances and money and through a spirituality. Oh, yeah. Give me the book. Right? <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> and it's cool because it, it gives you exercises and really just takes it back to like a when you were born, even, you know, the circumstances you were born into and really just helping you take control of yourself and your finances. Um, it's very mental. Yeah. I felt, I've felt a little stagnant spiritually, Mm -hmm. um, for the last few months. And I feel like that book has been a nice little like kick, you know, like a little boop. And we did something this week. A little momentum. That hopefully helps you that. Yeah, we did. We did a couple's meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and it was awesome. Y'all, YouTube is a great resource for, for guided meditations. I mean, there's a bunch of apps out there, too. YouTube. But YouTube's the, got a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've always just been a YouTube meditation kind of gal, but I love. Yeah, it was actually, it was really peaceful to do a couple's mm-hmm. uh, meditation. Um, obviously, you know, we love each other very much. And doing that, it was even still like we opened our eyes and like had these moments. Right. And it's like very it's nice to be with each other. present with each other mm-hmm. and really just like in the moment and with the intentions of like showing love, but not just like sexually like yeah. you know like spiritual Spiritually. soul like yeah. deep you know i love you love which is it's nice it's nice to know <laughs> that the two people that we share that yeah you know, it's nice to know you someone feels that way about you it's nice to know you feel that way about somebody exactly so that was that was good i mean i would love to do more and i told Devin the past two days i have felt more present like mm-hmm. just being present in the moment than I have in a while. So uh, meditation is great for that. But I'd, I'd meditated before. And I know. More well, recently, even but meditating, we, we've kind of talked about this, yeah. um, but with other people, mm-hmm. you know, the more energy 
it's I feel like it's easier to meditate in groups or with others almost um, or it's even more powerful because everyone because focused energy on it. You, well, yeah, it's just the group, you know, more intentions in one place. Mm-hmm. And it's just you can feed off of each other's relaxation almost. Um, yeah. I've always found I'm able to go pretty deep when I'm in a group setting of meditating nice. which is interesting some of my most profound meditations have happened in a group setting and if i really think about it now that you mention that i haven't done group meditation since drama classes wow but i thought as you thought as i was thinking about it, i was like oh wow we used to do group meditations for drama well we can um after things start opening back up we can find a, a community i'm sure they're all around here i'm sure they are i, I know of i we can do something. <laughs> <laughs> you the plug. And if anything, I can start. We can start our own. We can always start our own. I got a good backyard. Yeah, we have great backyard. <laughs> um, so overall doing pretty good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, Trying to get back to the groove of things. Get a nice little little routine going and self-care and Me recharging too. and, you know, finally booked up an appointment to get my hair cut. Mm-hmm. It's been two years. I wait one more week. I told her friend today, uh, she messaged me on Snapchat and just asked how we were doing. One of our friends from Wilmington. And I was like, it actually just I can't put my finger on it, but just feels like we're leveling up. We're working on leveling Mm -hmm. up. And also um, the autumn equinox just happened. So there's a shift in energy and and um, I just it feels like momentum is happening Uh, you know what i mean like i got my car back get my hair cut you know good mentorship program going on i'm in a mentorship program at work that's awesome um we're getting a puppy yeah we are oh yeah we are getting a puppy we picked out our puppy and she's got a few more weeks with her mom yep because she's still new to this world but then I will be her mom forever. Yes, you will. And I cannot wait. So get, <laughs> get ready pictures. for lots of puppy talk. Lots of pictures on mm-hmm. the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Working on things. Your, your boy setting up a uh, web page for us. Oh, yeah. We're going to we're going to. Um, and by we, I mean, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll assist if he asks. <laughs> I, I, listen, we'll, we'll do it. We, we work. anything I do, we do. Whether I do it by myself uh-huh. or with you, uh-huh. I count it, it as we. Okay, because we're a team. We are a team. I love you. <laughs> um, but we're we're building a website. Yes, we are. Um, and it's going to be a place where we can put um, resources for things that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah, just a lot of the things. Yeah, you know, just like, what, what basic website things. Yeah. Maybe eventually... We'll make T-shirts. Who knows? Who knows what will happen next? (laughs) (laughs) Once we get to the point of having merch, you know? Oh, Lord. Here we go. Making plans. I like the plans when you make them. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So... Now that we've done these check-ins. We'll do a little strain of the week. I mean, we do smoke, don't we? Sometimes. Sometimes. So let's do it. You know what else smokes? What? California. California. Woo. Oh, yeah. Y'all. We haven't checked in with y'all. But. Yeah. Also, the fires have been... I mean, the air has been good in the last... Couple days. Yeah, like five days. But yeah. before that, it was like two weeks or more of straight, like, shit. I just remember Devin looked up the air quality one day. 
like the very first day that we looked and was like, this is terrible air quality. And she was comparing it to Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I think Wilmington was a 13. Yep. And it was what here? 260 or something was was the worst I saw it. It was something ridiculous. Um, But it was like, so the the number is like AQI or P, whatever. I don't know. But it's like (laughs) basically the number of particles in the air per you know, measured volume, whatever. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Um, so the, but that number, um, so 13 in Wilmington, the worst I saw in California was like two, well, where we are, where I was, we are. it was like 600s in some places, <laughs> but like where we were, it was 260. A cigarette is 22. One cigarette. One cigarette is 22. Like that's the number of particles you're inhaling. Um, so we smoked five packs that day. No, we didn't smoke five packs, but whatever 260 divided by 22 is like 11 or 12 cigarettes. So Jeez. almost a pack no, okay. ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's you too know. much. Although, I mean, there may have been points in my life where I did smoke almost a, well, Not probably me. a pack. I've been um, only drunk Devin. Well, but know, I've never smoked a pack of cigarettes at once. You know what else? I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. Yeah. I haven't had a cigarette in since December. Woo. Love that. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a big smoker. No, you didn't. Nowadays, but, but you were casual. Yeah. It was casual. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm always going to be hard on the anti-smoking unless I've had a lot of shots of tequila. Um, <laughs> but usually if I've smoked a cigarette, I don't remember it. Yeah, I just wake to the, up to the morning. I wake up and I'm like, mm, did I smoke a cigarette last night? It's been a while since I've had one of those nights, though. It's like, it's like oh, I think that mm, tastes like an ashtray. OK. Mm-hmm, yep. And then someone will be like, yeah, you stole mine. I'm like, ah. And you know what? Inevitably, the hangover is always worse. Is it? Yeah. Well, you just, I'm to the point where I'm smoking cigarettes. It's going to be a bad hangover. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the real, the good smoke. Yeah, let's talk about the good smoke and and some things that the smoke can actually do for us. Yes, the good kind. In light of these fires. (laughs) (laughs) In light of, I see what you're doing here. I know, I know. You you ever thought about having a career in rap? No. I mean, I'll produce you. You'll produce me? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. All right, cool, cool. I mean, <laughs> your mixtape will be hot. Big D. I mean, we're going to get a better name. No, I'm Big D. All right. Big D444. All right. Yeah, That's my listen. TikTok name, guys. I don't. I never post anything. <laughs> you shout out your TikTok? Yeah, I did. Oh, don't worry. You won't have it by Saturday, apparently, in this country. Uh, really? Don't. I, don't. Ignore me. Okay. Politics. Okay. <laughs> so, so, what's the strain of the strain week? of the week. Um, so this week I want to talk about, um, the guava biscotti from Connected. I don't think I've talked about this one before. Shout out Connected because as always they're dope. Yes, yes. Um, I... I don't, if I have talked about it before, then we're going to talk about it again. Talk about it again. Um, it's one of our favorites. It is. It's, a, it's one of my favorites from them for sure. Um, the name speaks for itself. It's literally guava <laughs> crossed with biscotti. Um, it is an indica dominant hybrid. So the effects are more calm, mellow. Um, they do give you a mood boost and it's nice and focused, um, but it's not overstimulating by any means. Um, 
The flavor is super like creamy and sweet, kind of like, you know, um, guava is a another um, phenotype of the gelato strain. Phenotypes and stuff. Man, I love you. I love you. Um, Phenotype being basically just, you know, you plant a bunch of the same seeds, Seeds. but they, you know, being grown raised and grown differently this one seed might have produced a more of a you know certain terpene than mm-hmm. the other one the did other one. Okay. and so like guava it is another it's a different um by the way she explained that for me right i didn't know what that was <laughs> she knew when i when i gave that yeah sound well because like i don't know if um there'll be like gelato 33 or mm-hmm. gelato 41 and the 33 and 41 those are two different phenotypes okay uh so you feel you me go. i feel you um so basically guava is mm-hmm. just another gelato um and biscotti is um they're all in the cookies family the cookies okay. being the gelato kind of this effects okay girl scout cookies gelati gelati um (laughs) gelato i think like wedding cake okay all of that biscotti um so it's just like cookies on cookies on cookies basically was what they're doing but that does create a nice relaxing effect um without like knocking you right out you know Mm -hmm. like a kosher kush would you feel me yeah um Kosher Kush will put me to sleep. Yes, and and the the nugs on this one are just like super purple, and the trichromes are really defined and crystally and beautiful. And you shine that flashlight on it. Yeah, it's just some of it's some of the prettiest flower that comes through I'll be, for sure. I'll be honest with you all. Some of you all are on my Snapchat. Uh, if you're not, feel free to add me DCPT one uh or my instagram and um you might see pictures of you know things like the guava biscotti and it looks mm-hmm, glistening and mm-hmm. crystally that's devin taking those photos and those videos yeah, i'm not good with it I, I just take i'll take the pictures she listen i get started and she looks at me like nah that's not a good one then <laughs> it's like oh it looks like brown it's an art form it is you got you know capturing everything just right no but that can i have a sip of your water i forgot to fill mine absolutely dude. thanks gotta stay hydrated guys yes indeed but that guava biscotti is definitely one of my personal favorites i Mm -hmm. think i mean it's just consistent consistent and it's beautiful and it tastes good and it's just you know it's good for almost any time can i share your germs in 2020 i'm gonna have a sip of this water too Ooh. Ooh, corona we're doing this with no mask on because we swap spit Ew. on regular. Boys have cooties. Oh, we're going to get into that, though. <laughs> oh, that's true, too. Um, so then that's the strain of the week. And then, you know, now I'm going to do my little fact of the week because mm-hmm. I want to talk about cannabis as much as I can. Nipis. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, listen. Stretch Armstrong over here. That was stretch. Oh, eh, 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 it eh, was a stretch. As much as I can, Nibis. Come on. Come on. I couldn't help it. I mean, I can make you a rapper. <sighs> Devin the Dudette. The, uh, I don't think that's going to work. Okay. But he does smoke. The, the guy, Devin the Dude, does smoke mm-hmm. a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. So this week, I'm going to talk about another terpene. Hit us. Um, You know. For those of you that haven't heard me talk about terpenes before, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm going to say what I always say. Um, Terpenes are the essential oils of the plants. They are the the, um, reason 
they can't smell. Uh, they, they smell. smell. They also protect the plants. Um, you know, they're like natural pesticides and anti mm-hmm. whatever, biotic, bacterial, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so the one of my favorite terpenes actually is probably is my favorite terp um, is pinene. Mm-hmm. Um, pinene is awesome. And I specifically chose this terpene to talk about because of all the smoke happening okay um pinene is known as the terpene that has um definitely anti-inflammatory properties Mm -hmm. but also it can um improve airflow and uh, respiratory functions um it's no it's a bronchial dilator Okay. So it literally, it just like albuterol, you know, opens them up. Opens them up, and so it 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 sounds counterintuitive, um, but if you um, if your lungs are hurting, first of all, vaping's not as good for you as you think. <laughs> vaping's terrible. It, it's not bad for you. Don't vape. But. Um, if you have like sensitive lungs, like, and you have asthma and stuff, some people will think, oh, if I vape, it's gonna be less harsh. But actually, because the temperature is so high when you're vaping, it can irritate your lungs, your lungs more. more. So it's so it feels counterintuitive, but it's actually better just to take a quick puff, like a little, just a tiny puff of a strain that's high in pinene. Okay. And it can actually help relieve some of those symptoms, which is really cool. Wow, that is really cool. Um, so like I got this strain, Pine Drop. Mm-hmm. Um, name speaks for itself. And when I smoke that, I can definitely feel a clear difference um on how my lungs feel afterwards that's great um so like if my asthma is acting up i'll choose to smoke something higher in pining so that i can um still have those benefits benefits. exactly but actually you sorry i I said that wrong you actually are the reason why i now Mm -hmm. understand the benefits come first it's also um yeah being high is fun and great and i love the feeling but the benefits. but also knowing and that's why knowing terpenes is so important because once you find a terpene you like you can find strains that are high in that specific terpene mm-hmm. and more and more dispensaries and and grows are um, putting the terpenes on the packaging um so that you know so you know so you guys out there look up your terpenes it's not all about the thc guys yeah look up your it's, terpenes when you get you it. know just because you got 98 percent thc you're not getting any terps so you're mm. getting like an empty high you know yep um another thing that pinene is good for is um alertness and focus nice um so some strains that are higher in that terpene are like a uh, white widow um mm-hmm. I think Blue Dream, Jack Herrera. Jack Herrera is like my favorite. Uh, Jack is very, it's one of the more like energetic, focused, go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And she knows that's exactly why it's my favorite because it's the way my brain works. Yeah, it kind of just, it's almost like um, (laughs) ADHD medicine. Yeah. But for weeds. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. pinene, awesome. Pinene. My favorite, my favorite terp. Um, just super, it's like Christmas, but but there's actually two. There's alpha pinene. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just remember something else. Um, there's alpha pinene and beta pinene. Okay. Um, alpha pinene is like the the typical like pine tree, Christmas tree, like mm-hmm. you know, 
that kind of smell. Um, beta pinene is more like dill. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just think that's interesting. It's like where you can, where you can find them in nature, not just in, in cannabis. cannabis nature. <laughs> yeah. um, I love that. Yeah. So I, I get a smile off of a, um, listening to you talk about it because the SAT words start flowing out <laughs> and the bio, you know, the biology words, are they? One of those agricultural, maybe All I don't words. Know. but you start dropping them because it's a passion of yours. It's a passion. And I love learning about it because it's something it's that helps interesting. me. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the more we can understand about cannabis and its benefits and like how to use it for for your benefit and not just to get high um you know the more we can stop paying ridiculous prices for these medical pills and shots right. and, and all this other and stuff. just yeah you know let's <laughs> federalize mar- marijuana guys yeah that part <laughs> not yet not yet hold off on that until uh my girlfriend here you know, uh-huh. gets really, really high up in the industry and then federalizes. Oh, so, you know. and then we can go. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so we'll, we'll wait a few years. You hear that government? <laughs> oh, man. So this week. Yeah. This week we're going to get into some things. Yeah, we are. So let's. It's been a while. So we're going to get deep. And, uh, the uh, topic this week is of relationships. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, Just going to keep it. Broad. Yeah. Um. Very broad, but we'll talk a little bit about. Well, let's just let's just get into it a little bit. Yeah. Just, so, what is your take on being in a relationship, and what do you look for? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I wasn't expecting the, an interview. Well, um, no, I'm no just asking. it's cool. No, no, it's cool. I was just, just wasn't prepared. And I'm cheating too. Let's go ahead. Not. Che- oh. Whoa. Well, I can't do that, but we'll get into uh, that part later. We'll talk about that. Um. So say that again. What was the like, question? What do you look? What do you What do you think when you hear the word relationship, and what do you kind of look for? I guess maybe so, not. Look for, what do you think? Um, well, I think it should be some. Uh, you know, a relationship is like a bond between mm-hmm. two humans. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Webster's. <laughs> Marion Webster's over here breaking out <laughs> the straight definition. Let me just give you the the clinical definition of relationships. <laughs> no, but um, it, it's a partnership. And it's, mm-hmm. you should both be benefiting um, without taking away from the other person. Yeah. I guess. Um, we kind of wanted to get into abuse a little bit. Yeah. Um, just because I was in a very abusive relationship from age 14, 15 ish till I was 20. Yeah. Um, and. I didn't even know it, though, you know, mm-hmm. um, and most I, of us don't. Yeah. And it's been coming up. Uh, I've been talking about it a lot with my friends because they have also been in these toxic relationships. And um, I think it's important to talk about it because it's especially for people that might still be in a mm, relationship feeling stuck or like there's no way out when in fact there is. Mm-hmm. And then there are Peter Peter. People <laughs> like Peter that exist and make you realize that there are good humans in this world and that someone is out there and will, you know, I don't want to say take care of you, but love you in the ways that you need to be loved. Oh, well, and 
I was going to say to that as well, because I've been in, you know, you spent six deep years in one. I've been in a few different, you know, uh, abusive relationships in one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And I mean, honestly, being honest, I've been in a few because I've been on both sides of the coin. Some it's either me or I've been the abuser, you know, if I'm really honest about it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't always where I am today. Right. Where you see. And it took some time and some work. Yeah. So let's 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 kind of talk about the emotional abuse. And yeah. So, I mean, I want to first because as when we talk about abuse, a lot of people's brains just go straight to like punching, you know, or yeah. you get like physical abuse. Physical domestic and while. Violence. Yeah, yeah. And that is definitely an issue. Um Emotional abuse can be just as traumatizing, if not more, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, just wanted real quick to let's see, I have a list of things um, and this can be something that I'll put when we have our website up. We'll put on the website as like a resource to just, yeah. you know, um, and the, 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 the big piece, if you all can't tell, uh, abuse is a very important subject for myself and for Devin. Yeah. You know, the the dealing with I've had a history of it from growing up and on, you know, so it, it's a very strong subject, strong feeling, emotional attachment to it, if you will. Yeah. Um it yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go Sorry. Ahead. Give us a few. So emotional abuse um it isn't just like hey you know, you're fat and ugly, which is definitely a form of emotional mm -hmm. abuse. But it's just like mind games. Um, mm -hmm. There's verbal threats, um, demeaning your partner in front of friends, family or strangers, you know. Yeah, which a lot of. Yep. Been there. Nope. Um, name calling, abusive language, um, constant criticism, um, yeah. you know, feeling you can't do anything right. I know that was a huge one for me that was a big one for me um, in, my, in my last relationship I mean, to the point where i felt like at times i couldn't even brush my teeth right without you know being told well why do you do it like that you know like literally I, just to the tiniest thing it's just I like was, jesus <laughs> i was now this is a 30 year old man at 30 whatever and i was being told i'm putting my deodorant on wrong it's like, what, what? what's the point of telling me that? You know, yeah. what, what are you just... Why do you put your deodorant on that way? Yeah. That's not the way to put it on. And I was like, I'm 30 yeah, years right. old. I haven't played sports. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't stink, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other, other signs of emotional abuse could be... Um, Dispropor disproportionate anger or yelling, mm -hmm. um, irrational blaming of the partner. Ugh. You know how many times I had to like apologize for something they did? Yeah. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's like, wait a second, why am I apologizing right now? Um, there's obsessive jealousy and accusations. Yep. I, so some of these things, I've been that person. Yeah. You know, the jealousy and accusations that that was a huge part for me. Mm -hmm. And that I always took it as this is how I get to the truth, because right. no one's ever going to be truthful with me about if they're doing something wrong. And yeah, that was my way. I, right. I'm going to outsmart and trick and accuse because then in the reality, 
you're out there doing the most. Right. And that's just, <laughs> I mean, it comes back to you not being, even trusting yourself. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, I was definitely, I inherited and learned some toxic traits from being in a toxic relationship too. Sure. I was definitely, you know, any chance I could, let me steal the phone, see if he's talking to any other girls, you mm -hmm. know, see who's added him, you know, like, and that's talk just, just as toxic. And it becomes that because you're trying to get one up on, not right. even one up, maybe just right. maybe even scoring boy, or maybe get a little, little, it's a power struggle and relationships should never be a back and forth power right. struggle. And um, so there's like the obsessive jealousy mm -hmm. and accusations of unfaithfulness. <sighs> How many times I got accused of cheating? Mm -hmm. And I never cheated once. We know I got is. cheated on multiple times. Yeah. So I finally learned that, oh, you're asking me if, I, if you're blaming me for cheating on you. Then I, I knew at that point, oh, I probably had been cheated on again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. So then this says instilling in the partner the belief that nothing they do will ever be good enough. Um, I wrote a letter to an ex. Uh -huh. And that letter was basically that. It was about three pages and it was like, nothing I do has ever been good. Yeah. I doesn't mean, matter. I planned out a, a fancy day, a five star dinner, and mm -hmm. all this other stuff. We didn't even get to that yeah. because the first part of the date was like, I hate you. Yeah. I'm leaving. I was like, oh, what what happened? Yeah. You know, like it was yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Using intimate knowledge to generate vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Listen. Um that's how I ended up in my last relationship. Let's see. <laughs> I got tricked. I got tricked. You got tricked? Yeah. That's okay. No, I didn't get tricked. I wanted it, but um, Abusing or threatening to abuse the partner's children is included here when the intent is to emotionally harm the partner through the children. Okay, I never had that, but they would threaten to let my cat out. Yeah. If I broke up with them. Well, I think that's the, is that the next one on the list? The abuse of pets. Oh, abusing or threatening to abuse pets is all. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the what, next one. That is the next one. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to let Rex out. Fuck you. Like, oh, yeah. don't you ever come for my cat. <laughs> that's a um, no, no. I treat them cats better than I treat her some days. This is true. But some powerful love they're given. Um, some other things are... Um, using insults, sarcasm, or sneering, laughing at your partner, um, abusing, harming, or threatening to harm themselves. This is a huge one. Yeah. Because, holy shit, how many times was I told, you better hope I wake up in the morning, I'm going to kill myself, I, you know, yeah, um, it's and it's going to be your fault. You know, I, I just took another pill. You better hope I wake up in the morning. And, you know, if only you loved me enough. Yeah. And like that's fucked up because yeah. that's putting someone else's life in your hands and making them feel responsible for whether you your choose actions. to kill yourself or not. Yeah. And like, obviously, now I know that, you know, it, it did to the point it got to the point at the end of our relationship where he was threatening it so much mm -hmm. that I just was just like, 
Yeah. You're not what like no. at some point. You see, yeah, it yeah. It, be, he, it was such a constant the, that I it was just an empty threat. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. And then he didn't like that either. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah, but it's just you know, if someone is ever threatening to kill themselves because of you or you know, telling you that it's your fault, that's a sign that mm-hmm. you do not need to be in that relationship. And, would, and that person needs way more help than you can ever give them. I would suggest calling the police. Mm-hmm. Even if you know they're, Call they're, what? Uh, they're yeah, faking. Yeah. Call the police, send them over to their house and, you know, tell them they need help. Yeah. But you can't be involved in it. I know calling the police is like a controversial topic right now, but call whoever. Call whoever. They call have the lines parents, you call can call, call social worker, whatever you have to do. They have call someone that is not your issue. You know, it's not your responsibility. And I I wasted, not wasted. I won't say wasted because I've learned, but I spent so many nights. I probably over 30 times just up all night worrying. Is this person going to be alive tomorrow? You know, how I know that those years for you were definitely formative and made got you where you are now. It's because a lot of. People I know your age, yeah, doesn't matter male or female, who haven't been in that and assessed that relationship that they were in and like dealt with it well, end up doing the same thing yeah. at, at your age. Yeah. And you kind of, I mean, you ended up with the old man because you're like, no, no, I'm done. I didn't no. waste the time with all the fucking more shit. <laughs> no, I just don't. I realized that I didn't have time for someone who was, I want to say broken, but. Someone who wasn't willing to work on work on themselves, you know, Um, I we'll get there. We'll talk about that. Um, There's just a few more that are um, on the list. Um, So, you know, threatening to harm themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, A special form of emotional abuse is called crazy making. Um, So some examples of this are lying in order to confuse you blaming the partner for the abuse Mm -hmm. you know well if you love me more i wouldn't have to do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and it's both ways guys yeah yeah but it's yeah it's not just a guy thing or a girl thing it's a human thing yeah and you know people doesn't I mean, I don't want to say it doesn't make them a bad person, but it just means they need help. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's help that you can't give them at that moment. They have healing to do on their own. But they're trying to control your life. Um, uh, Another thing is um, telling false stories or playing mind games. So gaslighting, um, Mm -hmm. telling the partner he doesn't know. or they don't know that what they're talking about. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. You, you know, it's like, what do you know? I, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But they know that. They just yeah, trying to make you think you're crazy. Um, manipulating your words or denying statements um, or promises that were made. Um, and telling the partner it's all in all in your head. You know, you're just yeah. making shit up. Um. Another thing that's really important um, is abusive partners tend to try to separate you from all of your friends, you know, slowly but surely 
you you know. And the telltale sign with that is this. There's a couple of things. So I've I just want to give a little bit yeah. of my history over the years. And this isn't necessarily personal history, but over the years, a lot of my friends who have been in abusive relationships have relied on me, you know, to help them throughout. I mean. So they, you know, very much relied on me to help them, you know, get out of those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of that is because I can be very intimidating to deal with, right. you know, uh, for anybody. Um, if you want to be. If I want to be. Yeah. He's a very approachable person. Yeah, but if, if, but need if be, he I needs can, to. Yeah. I wouldn't fuck in with those you. situations, they felt alone and they came to me, you mm-hmm. know, because they had been cut off, separated from everyone they knew. They had been, you know, just I can't call anyone. He. Half the half of their friends, or more than half, were mad at them for something. Oh yeah, you know something that they, you know, there was a, a cycle of something their boyfriend. Had done. I um, so I started high school and I had so many friends. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was I had I was just like in the thick of like, you know, yeah. There were so many people around all the time. I was always doing something, and by the end of high school, I just had him. And then I moved to Wilmington and I just had him. And then when I did start hanging out with people, as soon as I would be like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with um, shout out to my friend, Emily Ty. Um, She said I could say her name. Good. Um, What up, Em? Love you. Um, But she lived right across the street from me freshman year. Mm -hmm. And I would go over there because she was the only person I knew in Wilmington in my first year in college. And he would get so mad and jealous that I was going to hang out with her instead of being on the phone with him. Hmm. You know what I mean? And we would be codependent of me to hang out with her and literally guilt me into coming home, you know. But not codependent. One night, um, (laughs) uh, she was going through something Mm -hmm. um, with her old toxic ex Mm -hmm. um, and she was calling me over and over and over, but he was at the house that weekend and she needed someone to talk to. And he literally wouldn't let me answer my phone. Yeah. You know, even though he knew she was having a full blown panic attack and needed someone. And we both only just only had each other in Wilmington. And um, he literally was just would not let me answer it. That power and control. And here's the thing. Your friends who love you and care about you and yeah. people in your life, when if they're always around, then they get to see the abuse yeah. that goes on. Exactly. But the, 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 there's some. So here's an extreme one I had. Yeah. I I was a manager at a place, mm-hmm. and I was helping out. There was a young lady who was going to become an assistant manager, mm-hmm. you know, under me, and we became closest friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we were always together. Um, she was in a very toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. And part of it was, you know, how do we get out of, you know, as we became friends, how do I get her out of this? How do I help her? How do I support her in this? You know, it's a passion of mine. By the way, if anyone's out there in an abusive relationship and you know me, call me. Hit us up. Yeah, I will. I will do my damnedest to be there for you. Yeah. But it got to the point where we were sitting at work Mm -hmm. and we were working on something, paperwork, Mm -hmm. doing the paperwork for the restaurant. And her phone, she got a text. It was like, where are you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in the office working with Peter. Oh, are you fucking him? Yep. The guy was downstairs. He could see where we were. Right. I was 
you know, he can look upstairs and yeah. see us in the office that yeah. we're working at. Are you fucking him? Yeah, and that's she, what we're doing right, right now. Yeah, he meant right I'm texting then. you with his dick inside. Yeah, like, wow. Like, yeah. The insecurity of that. Oh, I would, um, it got to the point where I just started, like, muting my phone. Mm -hmm. um, one time, same with Emily, we mm -hmm. went downtown to hang out. He was not even in the state. He was at college in a different state. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I was hanging out downtown Wilmington um, with Emily, he literally called my phone over 80 times. Then he started calling her phone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's not healthy, guys. It's if someone's healthy. doing that, run. <laughs> run. That's, they that's, don't, it's not because they love you so much. It's because they're trying to control you. <laughs> and that's, and that's also the fear of... She's out. She's going to meet somebody better than exactly. me. Exactly. And, and guess what? Yes. Yeah. You're going to call a million times because that way you know that almost every single person she meets is going to be better than you on the street anyway. But if you yeah. just keep calling. But also maybe if I just tell her, hey, no one, no one will love you. Like I love like you. Like I love you. I love you more yeah. than your parents, Classic you know, or you might have gotten fat, but. I still love you because I know it's my fault because you're on birth control, but no one else will love you, but yeah. I still will. You know, just like little like things that make you think that you, if you leave, you'll have nothing, mm -hmm. but actually you'll have everything, everything guys, everything. Yeah. Um, it, it takes a person in an abusive relationship mm -hmm. on average seven times to break up with them before they actually leave. I mean, that makes sense. It literally, I literally had to, I was 20 years old. So 14 till 20, yeah. those are very formative years. It yeah. was my very first relationship. I had no idea. Um, Anything different existed. Right, I, did, I thought this is just what a normal relationship is. Um, and then I got out of it. I, it took literally a restraining order because um, he was so good at saying exactly the right thing to get me to keep coming back, yeah. you know, and and finally I had enough. And that restraining order was the best decision I've ever made. Good job. You know, and it took what, four or five years of really, really being single. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very single until Peter. And even when Peter came along, I wasn't looking. No. My tarot cards had kept telling me that I was ready for a relationship for like six months before we started dating. But, but and I was like, y'all are full of shit. I don't know so, what you're talking about. So for me, because we're kind of getting to, you know. They after, weren't full of shit. They knew. We're getting to what I kind of want to talk about a little bit after the relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah. After the abusive one. But we don't have to get into that. But for me. Yeah. And you. One of the things that helped me get to where I was to be able to meet you and then commit and really, you know, see what I wanted in someone and, you know, see what I wanted in a relationship and look at you and say, this is it. Yeah. Was after breaking up with my last ex, mm -hmm. you know, which was a few years relationship and, you know, very it was very intense, mm -hmm. you know, um, and now I'm looking back on it, I'm like, oh, no, that was the bad intent, you know, <laughs> but yeah. one of the but it things, wasn't bad because you learned. Yeah, no, I learned. Right. I learned what I wanted. In, in and, the moment, it sucked. But and yeah, and I've definitely had some good, good friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of my best friends, uh, well, 
him and his wife are two of my closest right. friends. They were like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, you know, I'm all whiny about it. They're like, go out there and sleep with people. <laughs> yeah. Go out there, have sex with everyone you want. That's how we met. And they're married with kids. Yeah. And we, we were in New York and we just started sleeping. And even when we met, we kept, you know, doing our thing until it was like, hey, you know what? Like, you, you are the, you are, you check all the boxes. Yeah. No, um, I really, I didn't plan to, I wasn't trying to like get a boyfriend mm-hmm. when we hooked up that no. first time, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I actually, at the time I was not really, I'd already done all my like hoeing yeah. in the uh-huh. years, the few years prior yeah. to that. I was like, I took their advice. And, and I was right. just still hoeing. You were not, <laughs> not when I met you, you weren't. You don't know that. Uh, well, you know, I, maybe I do know that because we talked about it. Because that's why we have such an open communication. and Yeah, well, we were very... Um, so I guess we'll kind of get into us now. Yeah, let's, um, let's talk on it. Uh, basically, I really... Those six years of being in that super shitty relationship, I didn't even realize how unhappy I was until I was out of it. And there are still moments that I'll go back and think of that I'm like, oh, shit, that was fucked up. Um, and there's still there's still things that I do or that she does or yeah. we say to each other sometimes and we have to look at each other in mind. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. And you're like, and, oh, yep, got you. Sorry. <laughs> and Peter, um, so when we first hung out, one of the things he said to me, like the, one of the, the first time I came over, I think, like mm-hmm. soberly and just to hang out, mm-hmm. <laughs> hang out. That cookie dinner? Yeah, you did. Yeah, um, some things don't change. You said, you know, if anything, like, by hanging out with me, you'll see how women are supposed to be treated. Yeah. You know, I'll show you how to treat a lady, and that's something, you know. And you're like, I, I don't care if you're going to be here for one day or for some years, like, I'm going to treat you like you're supposed to be treated. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, and, and you never stopped treating me like that that's kind of so my philosophy kind of as we talk about us and relationships because my overall philosophy is kind of important in that in the sense of when i was out there like single Mm -hmm. i would always have this line that you know you call it player line or whatever but Mm -hmm. it it holds true and it was like hey our time together is our time together yeah and our time apart is our time apart but when our time is together i will do the utmost. I will treat you like a queen. I will show you the utmost respect. I would do, you know, I would show you I care yeah. about about you. Yeah. And that was my thing, you know, I told Devin and Devin was probably one of the first one of you know, over the over that years since that breakup, one of the first well, one or two people mm-hmm. that I had said that to it was like, Hey, I'll be here for you. Yeah. When we're together and hanging out my attention's with you. Right. I am with you. I will treat you and I will show you, you know, whether we continue our relationship or whether we don't and we move parts ways, I will show you how you're supposed to be treated. Right. By a partner. And I, I aim for that goal every day I wake up. And then one of the things I always told you when we first started dating mm-hmm. is no one can hurt me but me. Yeah. And so, you know what I mean? Until I feel like being around you is hurting myself. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep hanging out with you. And I'm going to keep hanging out you with you. You know what I mean? And like, I'm going to choose to be, I'll actively choose to be, you know, around you 
and if I ever got to the point where I felt like I, you know. Yeah. So that no one can hurt me but me. It's basically, you know, yeah. what she's saying is basically like. I make my own decisions. Yeah. You know, if you're in a relationship and you're staying in it mm-hmm. and it's hurtful. That's your decision. That's your decision. You get on out of there. You know. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, no matter how hard it is, it's not easy. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is your decision to keep doing what you're doing. I just want to address one thing. Sometimes, and some a lot of people are in these, it yeah. is easy. And you just don't think, well, this is cool for the moment. This right. is going on now. I'll just deal with it. I'm cool. Yeah. It's, I don't even see a future in it. So I'll just keep it going, though. But what's the point? Not, not that you're looking to get married or future or anything right. like that. But you're gaining negative habits yeah that way if you yeah. just let it go if you're if you're in there and you're learning a little bit and you're like all right i gotta get out of here yeah that's different but if you're just like i'll let it go well i kept i was guilty of oh i'll just wait till the next time mm-hmm. he fucks up you know yeah or i'll you know he'll it'll happen again so i'll just break up with him that time yeah i mean it literally took Oh, a whole traumatic event, but and, it, that needed to happen or in order for me to get to the part of the restraining order. Um, but so also in that is a big piece of our relationship is we have those issues with each other and it's not really with each other, but it's where I'm like, oh, I can't, I better not do this because she might break up with me tonight if I do that. Right. And it'd be like, I spill some water. I better wipe it up real quick because she's going to break up with me if I don't clean it up. Right. It's something dumb. But dumb, like, dumb and dumber. When when I'm with you. <laughs> That's a you, 90s reference, by the way. Dumb, I get one in. I'm, glad, I'm proud of you. Jim Carrey. Dumb and dumber? Dumb, or dumb, dumb and dumber. Where's well, the third that, actually, the third one. That's dumb, the second dumb movie. Dumb, dumb and dumber. Yeah, that's the second movie. I thought it was just dumb and dumber. That's the first movie. I thought it was. There's two. I know, but dumber-er. Oh, okay. I don't know. I only saw the first one. <laughs> anyway. Oh, but the second one's good. Anyway. I like, my cousin likes the second one. Shout we out like to that one cousin. together. But did we say hi to Grammy yet? Hey, Grammy. Hi, Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the, well, another thing about being with you, though, is it was just so natural. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just kind of fell into it we almost. Um, it was, I We always said, you know, if you want to hang out with me, you're going to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to hang out with you, they'll, they'll, they'll hang out. How, you shouldn't have to force someone, you know, or, you know, beg for their attention mm-hmm. because if they want to give you attention, they will. So let's let's let them in on the history then, if you don't, yeah. you don't mind. So we ran into each other at a bar. We obviously worked together. Yes. Um, we hung out that night mm-hmm. and we hooked up that night. Yeah, we did. And by hook up, I mean... You know, bumping uglies, <laughs> knocking boots, you know, all the old school stuff. Yeah. But we had, we, you know, we knew each other. We made whoopee. Made whoopee. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, you had a 90s reference. I had like a 70s reference. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 I don't remember the 70s. Sorry. It's before my time. Right before your time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so that happened. And the next day. We had to work together. Yeah. And it's the quick, is this going to be awkward? I mean, like, I knew I wasn't going to be awkward. I knew I wasn't going to be awkward. I didn't think she was going to be awkward because I, I didn't know. I was, I was like, oh, shit. Because I'm kind of mysterious. <laughs> I was your manager. And, but it was cool. It was cool. It was fine. Everything was fine. And then. <sighs> I called you. No, no. No. I think we I went out again. We went out again the second night. Oh, yeah, true. Um. 
but you know, if that's yeah, what, I yeah. wanted to make you dinner. But I then liked you it. then you extended the offer yeah. for me to come over, and usually I'm a hard no. As soon as it gets to that moment, as soon as someone's like coming out with me, and I'm like, oh shit, nope, and I would put my wall right up, and mm-hmm. I um. I think we've told this story about my before about how my Reiki teachers were just like, yeah, we did. Yeah. So, you know, Sammy and Agnes yourself. were just like, hey, sounds like you're scared to be happy. Like, you know, and I was like, uh. yeah. so I went over. Yeah. But so so in that, I mean, that kind of was the impetus and the start for us on for a lot of things, because we were very open and honest. We I was started like, hey, very yeah. open, like and hey, we still are. But yeah. like, hey, like, you know. I'm not ready for a relationship. That's what we, you know, yep, it took us literally a year of hanging out almost every single day mm-hmm. for us to call each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And it was, it was a mutual thing and it was literally just, and a, it's not because we didn't care about each other. Yeah. It was just something, you know, I mean the, the title literally came cause we were going to visit DC. Yeah. Like, how do I, you know, how are you going to introduce me to your friends? And I'm like, how do I introduce you? You know, and we're like, well, you're my like, I'm definitely more than your friend at this yeah. point. Yeah, and you, you, you know, you're the love of my life. Oh. But that was how that, and, but we both had already talked about it. We were open. Right. But like, yeah, and, and we always checked in on mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, if you do, like we've said before, we're open. Yeah. Um, As in, be like, clear. Like sexually open. Yes. Um. 2020 has kind of prevented that from being fun. We are in the most sexually open uh, uh, <laughs> city of, in the world. Yeah, area one of in the, the world. Yeah, we're we're in a pretty free place for that. Yeah, but we can't um, go out. We can't go out. But <laughs> we'll figure that out eventually. Yeah, um, but like, but we we made it a point to check in and set these like basic ground rules, ground rules and boundaries, so that we know that we're both on the same page. Mm-hmm. And even now. Um, I say probably every few months, Peter's always like, okay, let's talk about this. Yeah. You know, let, let's just touch base again just to make sure we're still on the same page. I, I've learned that things change quickly. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not open and honest about it, you look up and it's been two years. Yeah. And you're the person you're with is not the person you were with two years ago. And either you've changed or they've changed or actually technically you've probably both changed and you want to make sure that you're always heading on the same track. Right. And if you're not, that's something you discuss as well. You know, and it's here. Here's the thing about our communication. Mm -hmm. And this is very important for everyone out there listening. Our communication isn't just, okay, what do we call each other? Okay. What are we going to do if we love each other? It's literally a heart, the heart talks. Right. The ones that you don't necessarily want to have, but like you got to fucking do it. Cause we talked about, you know, I'll use, there's a couple of things. There was when we first started dating and weren't like together exclusive dating, but we were open about talking about things and open about being able to be with other people if we wanted to, especially, especially then there was certain people and certain things that were like, Hey, can you, Yeah, I feel like that would be disrespectful if you did that. Or that would kind of gross me out. Oh, here's my border. Here's my boundary. Like, yeah. Like this is, you know, where I kind of draw the line and this is where I get start getting uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you know we never want to make each other feel uncomfortable yeah uncomfortable and I think and we want to respect each other as well for us one thing that I say to you and a couple of people I've talked to about open relationships is one of the things for me is as a 
egotistical male, I don't want to walk into a room or party or building Mm -hmm. and have another guy on the other side snickering at me. Right. Thinking he's got something over on me or whatever the case may be. It's really like, and that's the, that's the thing with most guys. It's an ego thing. Yeah. And you have to get that in check. Well, and also you have to be at a certain place of security with yourself to be in a, an open relationship, Mm -hmm. I feel like, because if you're insecure and you're constantly questioning, are they talking to someone else? Then that's no fun for anyone. And the reason it works for us is this. I told Devin the other day or last week, we were talking about something that happened in the past. And I was like, yeah, in that situation, I got a little, I felt jealousy creeping up in me and I could feel it. And I know I can get jealous. And I was like, and she was like, yeah, jealous of who, what, yeah, which person, what thing. And I was like, it's not important. Right. What was important was I looked up and I started to feel that jealousy, jealousy, and I looked at you and I was like, what does it matter? Yeah. Put it back down or let it go. Because we and know. I said, we're open. We're, yeah. We talk about these things. And, and at the end of the yeah. day, we know who, you know, mm-hmm. we go home to every night. Yeah. And, and it, <laughs> I hate to bring in a celebrity couple into this, but right. it is. And especially this one in particular. But something years ago that Jada Pinkett Smith said, mm-hmm. you know, Will Smith, she said, hey, all that I ask for him is that at the end of the day, in the morning, can he look himself in the mirror mm-hmm. and be OK with who he is? Yeah, she didn't say that about herself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why a, the entanglement happened. That's a whole other no, subject. But yeah. that's but, that's yeah. exactly. And I like that because as long as like you're cool and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's why we also check in. Exactly. Because. If I'm cool with something and you're not, yeah, that means I haven't checked in with you to see if right. we're on the same path yeah, or there's track. There's obviously there is some yeah. missed communication yeah. somewhere, Listen, and you know when you're going off the track. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no doubt about it. I would know if I was like going well off of our path. Yeah, and like you know, Peter still has a Tinder. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, I I just made sure that hey, I'm mentioned in it. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I don't care if he's swiping left or right because I'm laying right in bed beside him when he does it. Mm-hmm. And you know? I don't do, I'm old. Uh, I don't do online dating. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> For me, it's just fun. It's. I feel like I trust him so much. Mm-hmm. I never feel the need. I've never in the two years that we're together have felt the need to go through his phone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or just like. I mean, and part of it is just being being comfortable and being open and honest and finding that when we, I won't even, well, yeah, I can bring that up. When our first trip up to visit my home, D.C., yeah. in Virginia area, uh, mainly D.C., well, there were people you met who I've slept with. Oh, yeah. You know, and the ability to introduce you to those people and everyone be cool. Yeah. And they don't need to know if that you know or anything. They're, right. Most of them are cool anyway because they know that's... Yeah, I mean, you met in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where... That's the place I had sex with the most people. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I, you know, I <laughs> oh, met the you, guy who yeah. you were sleeping with before me and I was... Yeah. He was cool. Yeah. If anything, I was like, all right, good. Yeah, at least <laughs> she's got, got good, good taste. taste. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, like, Devin met one girl and was like, oh, she's cute. And I was like, Cool, I got good taste, you know? Yeah, so it's just nice that, you know, you can, we can respect that each other, we have a past, but we know who we are choosing each and every day Mm -hmm. to be with. Mm -hmm. And and the thing about having an open relationship is we also understand that sex is sex. Yeah. It's not love. It's not. It can be. It can be. Oh, 100%. Right. But I definitely know that. I can, you know, hook up with someone and then be 
you know, for not we, forget about them. But like, it's just like, OK, that was fun. A lot of us have done it for years. Yeah. <laughs> and the difference is not you know, get emotionally attached, not get emotionally attached. Yeah. And one thing we talked about in having an open relationship is if there ever comes a point in time where one of us is, you know, has a partner outside of us or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And the feelings arise or even they don't even have just somebody at work or somebody, yet, a friend or co, you know, yeah, whatever it yeah, could yeah. Be, those feelings arise that we talk about. We'll it talk to about each other. it. Yeah. We won't hide them. We'll be very, you know, you know open I'm, and honest. Yeah, I'm attracted to, I, you know, yeah. blah, 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 you know, I hang out. I like to hang out with <laughs> And we discuss it openly, you know, as a couple. Yeah. Because that's what we are. We together, we, you know, we're in this as a joint. It's not for everyone. No, it's definitely not for everyone. And quite honestly, I mean, we haven't, we've a little bit explored, but we have explored a little bit, but yeah. Deeply it, explored. Exactly. So we're going to have some learning moments and mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe we'll be able to share them with you guys. Yeah, we will um, along the way. But we do, I kind of just want to get into kind of, really deep into us not really deep but kind of superficial i guess what? into us just some of the things we do as a couple to make sure that we're aligned with each other yeah you know so and some of this this is coming up because i had a friend and he was asking me a couple of things and i kind of gave him some suggestions yeah so one of the things that we're doing now especially if you guys know the couple of weeks that we were off we actually talked a lot about our relationship mm-hmm. this podcast came into it the whole yeah nine. we definitely we definitely had um some talks yeah, over the had, last few weeks yeah, we but they were good they, yeah, were, they good. were good they were productive they were productive and we had to have you know there was days of tension mm-hmm. before the talks and then was like, hey, let's, let's, we got, nope, this tension. Yeah, gotta go. you're like, no, no. But in, in that, you know, um, we do little things for each other that, that make a difference, you know? Right. Um, we're planning that Devin's gonna have a day and I'm gonna have a day. Yeah. We're independent of each other. Very, I mean, like, I know because I was, you know, by myself for four or five years before, before being mm-hmm. in a relationship, I got very good at being alone. Yeah. And I got, I I still I love you, Peter, and I love all of my friends, but I'm still my favorite person to hang out with. Yeah, man, I hear you on that. Uh, I mean, like, and you're my favorite person to hang out with, too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made it awkward. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I, I'm joking. Um, I'm joking. You're my well, second favorite. You should go hang out with yourself some more. I do, and um, I am my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so, you know, I, I had been feeling like I needed some alone time. And we were able to talk about that and be like, hey, I just need one day a week, one of my days off where I can have the day to myself, where I can do art, where I can do what I want to do without worrying about anyone else. And he doesn't take it personally. No, he not. understands. I do. I understand if he wants to be alone. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, we're, it's and it's funny. Important. It's funny because, you know, uh, Devin's cousin always says, I think I feel like you guys just lay in bed and stare into each other's eyes all the time, yeah. which we do a lot. Yeah, we do that a lot. But we're going to, you know, we decided we needed some time. And for me, I was like, OK, cool. Here's a day on this day. I schedule any phone call I needed to make mm-hmm. any anything else I wanted to get done. I schedule it for that day. And I just say, cool, because that takes me out of your space. It yeah. gives you your space. You know, it gives me my space, too. Right. You know, so those are, you know, that's one of the things we do. We do a sushi night. 
Yeah. We love sushi and sake. I do love sushi night. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things we you do. Should, you should see her with uh, these chopsticks now. She's killing Ooh, the game. Chops, my chopstick skills were lacking uh, when we first started hanging out. But I used to work at a sushi bar. Yeah. I had to um, learn real quick. <laughs> sushi and sake. Yeah. Which, and we might do one of those nights tonight. Ooh. But, you know, we do our sushi and sake night. Um, ukulele. Yeah. We do. Ooh. So this might be a good time to tell my grandma. Oh, I let the cat out the bag. Um, hey, Grammy, I have your ukulele <laughs> and I've learned how to play it over these last two years. Really well. Um, I'll play you a song and if you want it back, I will buy you a new one because I love it so much. <laughs> um, so uh, I apologize. I let the cat out the Grammy, bag. Grammy. Um, My bad. I found it while she was moving. A few years ago. How long have you had it? As long as she's lived in her newest house. Has she asked you about it? No. Grammy, do you miss it? Because <laughs> you haven't asked about it in a few years. Because if you don't miss it, L-I-G. I know. Plus, I know. she plays it wonderfully. And yeah. I sing horribly along. Normally, but ooh, a lot of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking about my grandma's response to finding out I've had her ukulele for the past few years. Listen, this phone going I know. She's going to text me immediately. No, Grammy, you know I'll send it to you if you really want it. We love you. It is bringing us a lot of joy. Yes, I did. I spent at least $400 learning how to play it. So Hey, and she does a great job. Play some Ed Sheeran on that bad boy. Some Halsey. Some Halsey. Mm, uh, some Over the Rainbow. Yeah, somewhere over the rainbow. Israel kind of wanting to buy that. Yeah. I can't pronounce I his can't last either. name. But that version. Yeah. Which that is guy. my favorite version. Um so oh. yeah, we just make sure we find things to do t- together. Mm-hmm. Um, but also apart. Just so we keep our, our autonomous nature. Yeah. But we always feel connected. And here's the thing: things can change. Mm-hmm. The other week I turned to Devin and I said, hey today and she goes oh i said i need you to lay in bed with me today and watch movies yeah and she was like you need that today i was like yeah she goes, i got you yeah i was like listen most of the time our ask aren't big ask no. it's like, can you lay in bed, Please lay in bed with, me? with me no no and that's about it yeah like, but so being open communication with each other mm-hmm. honest even with the tough stuff Yep, you even know. when it doesn't, even if it's something um, you don't want to talk about, which yeah. being in a toxic relationship for so long um, before I got as a defense mechanism, I just would just shut down. Yeah. And I just, you know, my, my response would be to say nothing. And she's just done hold that to it. Me. Yeah, and I have. And, and it's cool because I feel like I was I was single and I was able to get to know myself and what I like and what I want to do and and um, really kind of heal some parts of myself. Mm-hmm. But then now that I'm with you and in this relationship and I can... I'm learning how to still be that person that I found while I was single, but also now I'm healing new parts of myself mm-hmm. when like little like relationship things and in areas that I I've needed to help with, but I could only do that through a partner. Um, and so you've helped me heal Good. some of those, some of those parts of myself from those, the past that, you know, yeah, it's, it's refreshing to have someone 
that gives a shit. Yeah, <laughs> I give a shit. Yes. Well, if I, I don't say this to you every day, and I hope I do, I'll say this to everyone listening. Devin is the best partner. <laughs> She's loving, super supportive of me, even in my terrible moment. I, I guess I don't have terrible moments. He doesn't moments. have terrible moments. If he did, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts, same, same, same. I've already dealt with that. We've already talked yeah. about that. But no, just loving and supportive of a lot of things right. for me. And being with her has healed me in a lot of ways. I didn't even know what was going on. And like, <laughs> you know, there's things that have come up in these past few years with her that are just... It hits me and I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else I can say. I'm just like, that feels good to let that go. Mm -hmm. This feels, wow, I don't have to deal with that part of a relationship. This, oh, that's not what a relationship should look like. Right. Wow. Look. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it could be so, it's so many different things, you know. So I'm very appreciative if I don't say that every day. I. I try to. At least. I appreciate you too. You know, and that's 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 part of being in a relationship, appreciating each other for for all of the things, mm-hmm. uh, calling each other on the bad ones. Absolutely, being open. Um, I just, I really appreciated one of the things that drew me to you was your willingness to improve. I yeah. guess, um, not saying that I was just like, oh, that he, this guy needs help, you know. But like, I was on, I was already on my, you know, self love journey. Mm-hmm. I was in the height of it when we met, you know, I had mm-hmm. just finished my Reiki class. I was in the middle of Reiki class when you hired me. Yeah. Um, so I was getting my basic foundations and it was cool because when I talked to you about all of my spiritual and like, you know, my just my beliefs and how I see the world and you were just so accepting of them. And so, Mm -hmm. like, you know, willing to grow with me. Absolutely. And and it's been so fun to to watch all of the progress and changes that you've made. I'm down 20 pounds. You are down 20 pounds, hey. but it's just, I mean, you no, even, gl- I, you glow in a different way than when we first met. I'll be honest with you all. Um, you know, we can get sappy, but I won't get too sappy. When I look in the mirror now, what I see, I consistently like every day. Hell yeah. And that wasn't the case previous. You know, it was a hit or miss, but I don't care every day when I look in the mirror, every time it doesn't matter, showered, unshowered, shaved, unshaved. What I see looking back, I am just happy with. I love that. And that that's the difference. And you, one day you, when you when you notice that, yeah. you know, it's it's a reflection of me. It's a reflection of her as well and our relationship because I'm happy, you know, and Gen- like genuinely, genuinely happy. And I, I strive for that, you know. Whereas that wasn't always my goal. Sometimes it would happiness could have taken us backseat to financial gain. Right. Now that I'm happy, that part of me that's like materialistic is like, okay, you're getting your health in line, your center. And this is all stuff that she's helping me with, you know, like, hey, did you call the doctor today? Hey, she's did you do your credit thing today? So it's not it's as much as it's spiritual. She touches the part of me that's material well that she knows I need to that mm-hmm. I, I need to feed. So there's a it's multi-headed. But we we do that for each other in different ways. Yep. You know, we, we help each other stay on top of our shit. Well, and, and 
I think the point of it all is this. When you love someone, mm-hmm. the, the way, like when you really connect with someone and you love them, you want yourself to be the best. Right. So you can, you know, do the best for them. Right. You know, and Devin always says, hey, how's your health? I want you around for me because, listen, if you're going to be a billionaire, you got to survive to be a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? And like, also, if you're going to be old, you still got to stay here forever. I mean, I'm working on it. <laughs> no, not forever. But, you, you know, with my a long, long time, I'd like listen, to have you around, Peter. Listen, any anything's possible now with the future high level of income I have, uh-huh. all the scientific breakthroughs. You know, they uh, put a human heart in a pig. Or did they put a pig heart in a human? Pig heart in a human. I messed the line up, but y'all know where it's from. Wow. Talladega. Oh, shit. Talladega Nights. I'm slacking. Yeah, come, come on. I'm sorry. Talladega. Will Ferrell's your guy. He is. Yeah. Uh, man. I thought, I, listen, I don't know if we're going to make it. If she don't know Talladega Nights quotes, we might not make it. I I'm went just... to the midnight premiere of Talladega Nights. But you didn't know and that. That's quote. actually the only midnight premiere I've ever gone to. I'll take you to a midnight premiere tonight. Ooh. Ooh we got that. All right, guys, you got to go. Oh, oh. <laughs> and um, also in this relationship, have a healthy, healthy sex life. Very important. Very important. Tee-hee. tee Yeah, no, that does make a, a big difference. Yeah, I mean, and the spiritual and emotional and all that other stuff. Yeah. Going into that, you will have some of the best sex of your life. This is facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> it might be unexpected. Be like, oh, Lord. Yes. It, true. What is fair? What does uh, your friend call it? Uh, so you hit him with the Reiki oh, pussy? Oh, with the Reiki pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's true. It's a thing. It is. Uh, that's funny. Uh, well, I I think we, we've had a... A solid discussion today. I mean, I'm sweating. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be sweating later, too. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Maybe you'll tell Grammy not to listen to this episode. I mean, how's she going to find out about the ukulele? She's going to listen as soon as it comes True. out. And we, it's not like we talked about, like, the sex toy drawer or anything. Not yet. Oh, oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Love um, you. At yeah. DP with DP. Mm-hmm. Email us at ptndevin at gmail.com. Yep. Um, yes, please. Um, we'd like to hear from you guys. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I'm sure you'd like to hear from us, too. So we'll definitely not go another month in between. Nope. But um, we came back strong and healthy. Yeah, we're feeling good. So I'm not upset about the break we took. I'm happy we did it. Um, I'm happy we talked about what we talked about today. I am, too. And I want to end with one thing. Okay. Super easy. Okay. Shout out to uh, my guy at Devin's job. You know, my my, my work hubby. Oh, my gosh. There. But, he doesn't um, even listen. He doesn't. That's okay. Good. So he won't know I stole this from him. <laughs> Devin. Peter. How do you tell. Oh, God. If a girl is ticklish. <laughs> how do you tell? Testicles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ah! God. Oh, no. Uh, uh, was that the... Should we break the next secret? That that was a dad joke, and I'm not going to be a human dad, but a pup dad. Ah, uh, see, I got you all. You oh, thought my I was gosh. Be human dad. Anyway. No, none of that yet. <laughs> gotta be rich and famous. No. No. Just gotta be stable. Yeah. And happy.
Yeah, I'm sorry, you know, man.